Hello everyone. Welcome to the brand new episode of the podcast Convenience at a Cost. My name is Dan Kikribula and I will be talking about the impact of technology on our life. As the dictionary state, technology is the application of scientific knowledge for practical purposes. So, it basically means something which helps us to lead a better life. It is very true that technology has immensely helped humanity to be in the position we are in right now. For a large part of history, humans did the same tedious things as their ancestors did with a slight modification. For example, if I'm a farmer, then my son will be a farmer, or if I'm a mason, then my son will also be a mason. However, an end of this cycle occurred with the development of technologies first we discovered fire then irrigation then we learned how to sail then we discovered iron gunpowder compass steam engine telephone electricity automobile aeroplane television and many more but i'm not going to talk about any of them i'm here to talk about the groundbreaking discovery in the history of technology which changed the destiny of the entire humanity in such a short span of time yes you guessed it right it is the internet modern technology with the help of internet has changed the way we learn play work travel and even in attaining spirituality this has made our life so much easier and convenient that i don't even know what term to use to describe this convenience however as we learned in economics nothing is free the opportunity cost is the opportunity lost so my question is what is the cost that we are paying for this convenience that we have in our day to day life it is not our money it is more than that and that is our health not just physical but also our mental health our life is so dependent on computers nowadays that an average american adult spends 17 hours and 9 minutes on screen each day this data is taken from the survey done by one poll that means less than 7 hours are left in their life you might think it is crazy but check your phone right now and see your screen time then calculate how much time you spend on watching television and how much time you spend on the computer for work purposes or video games all these add up to this giant number which we actually know we are spending but merely ignoring one of the biggest costs that we are paying for this is our eyesight according to the vision council of america approximately 75% of adults use some sort of vision correction the number of people affected by myopia is projected to increase from 1.4 billion to 5 billion by 2050 this can be caused because of genes but the environmental factors play a much bigger role i'm the first one in my family to successfully pay my eyes for computers This is caused because of looking at the blue light for a long period of time, lack of outdoor activities which causes deficiencies in vitamin D 
and other important nutrients and lack of sleep. Speaking of sleep reminds me of our second method of payment for our convenience, that is insomnia. About 95% of all Americans use some form of technology before they sleep. This affects the quality of our sleep immensely. We all stay up late playing one extra round of the video game or watching one last episode of our favorite show thinking that you can regain the lost sleep the next day by sleeping for a couple of extra hours. Unfortunately, it does not work that way. All the sleep you lost in your prime time will come back to bite you when you turn older. Then even if you try to sleep, by avoiding all these blue lights, you won't be able to sleep. I know I have been scaring you for a while now, but the best part is yet to come, which is the psychological method of payment. Let's start with our way of socializing. Humans are social animals and we are connected globally more than ever before through the introduction of social media. We can talk to total strangers through social media and have thousands of friends on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. But are we even talking to our friends in real life? According to anthropologist Robin Dunbar, the highest number of people you can maintain a meaningful relationship with at one time ranges from 100 to 200. We can maintain a friendship just by texting a person once in a year. Social media allows us to maintain more friendships, but more shallowly. People don't even have to face a person in order to order a coffee anymore. They can simply order it online. I feel like people in today's society are trying to escape face-to-face -face conversation. Even if we go to a nice restaurant, they have a tablet in each table where you can play video games to entertain yourself during the preparation time of our meal. This is also avoiding the possibility of having a good conversation. The entire society is unconsciously promoting humanity to become robotic. Now you might be thinking, well, is that a big problem? Yes it is. Why is it important to have face-to-face -face conversations? When we interact face-to-face, we can understand each other's emotion. Someone sending me LOL for my joke through text and someone laughing for my joke <laughs> in front of me is totally different. Also, people with strong social connections can increase life expectancy and be less affected by mental health issues. According to Health Science University, people with limited face-to-face -face contact are two times as likely to develop depression. 10 years ago, if you went out in a public place, you could feel the noise of people talking and enjoying their time there. But if you go out to the same public space today, all you will see is human bodies with bowed heads with airports on their ears. With the pandemic, it became even worse. The young generation is growing up in the peak of technology and this could affect them immensely if we don't take proper care of them. We don't want our grandchildren to send us a robot with a glass of water when we are in the death box. So how can we address this issue? 
in my opinion we have to put restrictions on ourselves on the time we use devices it is only through self discipline we can get over these issues there are so many applications that are available on our phone which reminds us how much time we are using our devices and it will restrict us from going about in addition choose outdoor activities like play a sport or go to the gym maybe do gardening there are so many things we can do to distract us from our phones i also suggest going inside the store rather than ordering everything online and picking it up because through shopping in person we are exploring the world in a sense if you are at school or at work try to talk to your colleagues rather than texting someone who is 1000 miles away even though it is hard to implement in today's world if schools can go back to the traditional pen and paper method rather than depending on computers it will make an impact both on our health and our memory capacity a lot of studies have already proven it if you have a friend who you facetime or chat every day then maybe decide to go out with them for a walk in a park and put rules on each other that we won't use our phones during our entire meeting also avoid taking airports with you when you go outside and try to enjoy the music of nature do not use any device which emits blue light at least 30 minutes before you go to bed this will definitely help in the quality of your sleep and your eyes i don't think there is going to be any recovery from the social dilemma you're facing in this decade but at least if each of us can initiate a change then we could hopefully live longer with humans if you're scared of covid or any other viruses killing you and you're taking measures to prevent it then you should definitely take this technological issue seriously and practice these steps in order to survive in this world otherwise we all might need to state technology as the cause of death on our gravestones thank you for listening to my podcast and i wish you a wonderful technology free life